We want to hear about what's happening in your town, suburb, school, church, community project or organization. Send your information, stories, achievements, events and news to content at kpulpit.co.za. Good evening and welcome to yet another beautiful Monday here on 7 to 9 a.m. Radio K Pulpit. You're here with myself, Inga Stoffels. You're here with me, Zoe George. And me, Amarain Weiss. A full house once again. I am loving this, guys. I am loving the full houses we've been having. And I'm excited for the show ahead. This show excites me because the interview portion of the show mm. is one of, you know, a, a spot very dear to my heart. Yes. So I'm excited for what's coming Are you up. not going to tell them what the interview is about? I want to leave that to you, Amarain. <gasps> oh, well, we'll get to it in the interview section, I think. <laughs> Have a little bit of suspense going see, on. This is how you keep suspense, Zoe. Wow. <laughs> oh, my. I'm just being attacked from all corners today. I had my exam this morning. That was attacking. Now here. Love that for me. <laughs> How was the rest of everyone's weekends while Zoe mentions it? Well, I was just prepping for this criminal procedure exam. It was, it took it out of me. The mm. textbook is mm. as thick as my thighs, girls. I, <laughs> I have been studying. <laughs> <laughs> Inga, how about you? What was my weekend? My weekend, I've actually had a very relaxed weekend. Mm. I told my husband after the, you remember that weekend of the 13th of November? Mm. That was our last busy weekend. Mm. I told him after this, we are just going to relax. And that's exactly what we did. Well, I mean, especially since we're getting to the run up to Christmas now, you need to get that rest in before like all the family events just start hitting and hitting and hitting. And all those commitments. Yeah. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So let us jump right into our interview to, for today. We are talking to Paul Avenant, a worship leader. Paul, how is it going with you? Hello, everybody. I'm good, Duncan. You guys? Cool? Good, good. Yeah, good vibes okay. in the studio yeah, today. Vibes. Mm. Lucky. Uh, thanks for, for having us, for having me. That's lucky. Um, I'd like to ask you, can you explain to us a little bit more about what exactly it is that you do? Awesome. So me and my wife, Luzelle, we both in uh, ministry. Uh, she's more in full-time and I'm more in ministry at the, at the moment. And we are worship leaders at a church uh, in Camps Bay called Christian Life Camps Bay. Hmm. And, um, yeah, we are uh, we're doing uh, the worship and leading the worship at the church there. Awesome. Paul, can you tell us a little about a little bit about what led you to music ministry? I think that the the main thing personally is definitely the music uh, was a big thing for me growing up um and to express yourself, you know, express yourself through music but the lack of thing is you mm. you express yourself through the Lord and and he gave us or he gave us that talent to to play music and to express ourselves. So it's a great that connection point through yes. music that we have to actually connect with with, with with the Lord. That was a big thing for me because it's with music. It's you can express yourself, but it's it's great to know that you know music is from the Lord and that you can actually connect to Him uh, through music. So that's the that's the main main thing for me. Like you know, still uh, still is yeah. No, that's so true. Music is a very spiritual thing. I don't, I don't think people realize just how much you can impact and influence mm. people through music. 
yeah. I would like to ask yeah. you what your favorite part of ministry is. Favorite part of ministry, you said there's a lot. Um, but definitely when, I think the, the, big, the biggest privilege for me is to do it actually with my wife. Aww. And that's the most favorite, uh, my favorite part of it, like, is to actually, uh, we can both, you know, stand on, uh, on stage and, and worship the Lord through music because that, 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 that talent was given to us. So it was, it's, I must say that's, that's always like it to, to be on Sundays with her and to do it and, uh, just to, to get into the presence of the Lord. But now that we're together, you know, and doing it together and yes. singing together and, and uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely a highlight every Sunday to do it to my my spouse. Yeah, and that's definitely, I think, an absolutely magical thing to be able to experience ministry and the love of the Lord with the person on earth you love the most. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are both incredibly lucky to be able to have that. Um, I'd like to yeah. ask, uh, how has God influenced your journey up until now? Well, uh, big, hey. Eh? I think especially that we, what we were going through this last two years of COVID, uh, and being a worship leader, um, I think it's people are, when they, it's an interesting thing because people, when they come to church or they, or they watch online, you know, it's, it's, ah, what's the, the music's going to be there or how's the, 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 the worship or the, the worship leaders or how's that going to be and it's always that thing of like uh, I think people put too much pressure on them on them on themselves um, or that's just how I felt for you know the beginning stages and then mm-hmm. that was quite a struggle for me is you know you're going through we all are human so we have questions about this whole thing and it was quite a tough thing uh, and being motivated so it, it, that was a tough thing for me in the beginning and then you realize just you know don't do it on your own uh, people around you uh, you know like my wife and people at the church and also you know I think most important of all the, the Lord is to to know that you know he will get us through it so I think that was that was quite a quite a tough one um, mm. for me uh or for that journey, but we, you know, we, we, we it's beautiful to know that we, we're getting there, you know, and yes. we, it's, we all are human and we are beautifully made mm. by the Lord, and it's mm. just nice that people can see that and not, I don't know, not the fakeness, but that we can still be real when yes. we worship. And you know, it's so true. It is a journey. And as we're speaking about journey, it actually brings me to the next question. You know, what do you see or what is your vision for the future of the ministry within the church? Yes, man. Just to, just to be humble and just to mm-hmm. be, to, to know your identity in Christ, to know who you are. Like, and we all, that, that identity part, Personally, is, is something that you grow every day, um, and not put a label on who you think you are, but actually mm-hmm. know you are. Uh, and the only way you're going to know that is is really just spending time with the Lord uh, mm-hmm. and just you know just ask Him every day. You know, please, you you must show me who I need to be for you, um, and that's great. And because uh, we're on Earth still, and we still in, in worldly things. Uh, you know, if we make mistakes, that is one of 
that, that is that is so, and and that's okay because if people can see that we make mistakes, um, and we still love the Lord, and we still learn, and we still you know uh, raising the flag for Him, that's that's great. That's that that that's something the way forward, personally. So I would like to ask you, Peter, if there are any highs or lows that come with being a part of the ministry. You know, I can imagine every job or hobby or profession has these. So what are they for you? I think the definitely the, the highs is, is, is the family, is, oh. is the church family that you are in and the support that you get uh, when you do worship and when you do worship. It's, it's definitely the people and, and the family that's, that's there in supporting you. Uh, I think that's one uh, high, or big high. Um, the lowest is definitely um, COVID that we had with a lot of people that wasn't, you know, people couldn't come to services. Mm-hmm. And also it's very tough to do worship and, and ministry when you are facing a screen um, mm-hmm. and just having people around you, just having that presence, you know, as a group. I think that was that's definitely a, was a challenge. I think for not just for us, but for a lot of pastors and, and ministry groups and worship groups. So, yeah. I'd like to ask, kind of from a personal perspective, but also for, fun of, for some of my friends, what is some advice that you can give someone who's interested in becoming active with, within the music ministry at their church? Yes, sir, man. It's just to, if, if it's something really you, you're striving to do, is to attend uh, one thing that we we always ask people or tell people, like just to give them um, advice, is uh, to go to, you know, the church that you are in uh, and go to a, um, either to a practice, a worship practice, when the guys, like ask them, listen, speak to the worship leader. Um, Can I, I'm very interested to actually learn how to, you know, be in, in, in ministry, in music ministry, mm-hmm. um, how, how, you know, can I come to, to one of your rehearsals just to see what you guys are doing? And um, so it, 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 it comes down to if it's really something that you would like, love to do um, and then work with the person uh, or speak to the person that is in charge of the music ministry. Say, listen, yeah, I would like to actually see what you guys are doing before a Sunday service, how you guys set up, mm-hmm. how do you... Uh, you know, get together. Are you guys pray together? Um, you know, go maybe to uh, some shows. Like if, if there's events at churches, other churches maybe have. Um, go and network because that's the only way you're gonna you're gonna actually feel that it's something you want to do. Uh, I think it, you know, the main thing is it's it's up to you and putting in the the effort. On, but use the people and the tools that. Around you to help you to get to to, to get involved. You know? yes. um, Paul, I really love that you mentioned the setting up as well because I think in a lot of people's minds, music ministry is just standing up there and performing, playing mm. the guitar, singing. But the setup, the soundboard, you know, the balancing of that, the lights, everything. Music ministry is encompassed by a lot of different skills, and mm. people should remember that they can get. Get in contact with those as well, you know, yeah. not just the, you know, lead singer on the mm. stage. Serving God can be done in small and unseen ways as well. Yeah. 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 That's true. Because that's also, that is the, the, the sound guy and the tech people are so much also the same importance as the people 
you know, playing, like you said, playing guitar or singing. They, they, at the end of the day, we one worship group or one, one family. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Paul, would you say that COVID or how has COVID affected your ministry in any way? Like, are there any challenges that you guys are facing at the moment? Yeah, I think we, we, we threw the, the most hectic part. Um, what we've done, it, it was quite a challenge in the beginning just because we didn't have people, like I mentioned previously. Um, but it's, it's it's becoming better because of restrictions that's been lifted. So people are coming back. Mm. Uh, people are, are are back at church. Uh, uh, you know, groups are starting again. So that's nice to see. Uh, in the beginning, it was challenging, but we very grateful for technology and you know cameras and all of that stuff. Because at the end of the day, that stuff it's not the best. But it's, if you think of it. Um, a lot of searches didn't have that before mm, COVID strikes. Yeah, so so the audience that you can actually reach now is is way more than 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 we maybe did before COVID. So there's mm. a lot that, that's also part of big pro is that you can reach a lot of people, you know, through Facebook Live or mm. YouTube or whatever. Uh, and that wasn't a factor uh, or a big factor. Churches did it, but it wasn't a, you know a main a main thing before before COVID, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's actually quite nice how many more people are able to participate in mm. church because a lot of churches have gone back, but you know they I'm not sure if they are able to practice at full capacity. Mm. So then it would be a shame yes. for the people who you know aren't able to book on time or yeah. just can't fall into the fifty people limit. They can mm. still Love follow it, yeah. along the service online. And I know my church specifically has kept their online services as well as their in-person services because they're just like, you know, there are people who can't really come to church because the fuel prices are becoming so high or Mm. people who are immunocompromised or disabled people who struggle a bit more. So to be able to reach your church from the comfort of your home is really a blessing for some people. So I'm I'm thankful to COVID in that way for making ministry more accessible. And I think it also helped us to think about, you know, online evangelism and yes. also kind of a new way of reaching many mm. different people. Mm. Yeah. So like you said, I'll be thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the 90s, my dad told me about how they used to hand out tracts, but now on the internet, I guess you can just share like <laughs> as he would a meme. Yeah. You can save nice. who knows. Uh, so I would not. like to lastly ask how people can contact you or check you out on social media. Cool. So they can, as for the, with the church, they can check out Christian Life Camps Bay, uh, and uh, we've got a Facebook page um, on the, um, and we also do all our services, stream our services on there, um, and yeah, if they want to, if anyone want to contact me or all as well, just regarding some, you know, like advice or whatever, um, it's just uh, Paul, and then. Um, yeah, my email address is Paula Avenant. I'll actually send it to you guys. It's Paula Avenant at uh, gmail.co.za. Thank you very much, Paula. Um, this this interview has been so much fun. It's so great to always talk to worship leaders to see their passion within ministry. It's it's been such a blessing. Thank you very much for being with us today. Yeah, and thanks for for having us. It's it's lucky to to to, to know you guys are still doing a great job and. Um, just uh, raising the flag. So bye-bye, Nancy. Mm-hmm. The pleasure was Thank all you, ours. Paul.
Yeah, thank you. And good luck with your ministry as well. Bye-bye, Donkey. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Have a, have a, have a lucky day as well. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I really liked that we spoke to him about that because I was, Mm. as he was talking and he was talking about, you know, Mm. how ministry, worship ministry specifically is not just about singing, but it's also about, you know, the backup. I was just also just thinking about the fact that a lot of people tend to view worship leaders almost like yes. Christian rock stars. Like celebrities. Yeah. Yes. And it's like they have this God-given talent. Yes. yes. But some of them have had to work at it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you don't just get up there and start doing some Beyonce runs. Exactly. To, you know, yeah. I, I'm actually part of the worship team as well from mm-hmm. my church. And like, <laughs> it's... If service starts at nine o'clock and you're mm. there at seven thirty, it's mm. that level of you yeah, know commitment. commitment. It doesn't mean that you're practicing from seven thirty yeah. because your practice happened on the Thursday, and your practice was basically everyone coming together. So your practice actually happens at home, mm. and then when you come together, you kind of, it's just a time where you guys need to connect as a band, as a yeah. worship team, and you need to spend time. In praise, in worship together, so that on Sunday when you go out there, you guys can actually usher the people into praise, usher them into worship, you know, and kind of just get them or kind of, you know, break whatever atmosphere is in that place or whatever, you know, because some people come in there and they just had a fight from home or they come in there and they're feeling a certain way. And it's not for us to just come quickly five to nine we come and we just go on stage and then we just you know continue like he said he also mentioned something very important pre-service prayers like praying Mm. together as a team before actually you know going on there and sure it it just inspired me so much and what he said i i find also true for not just music ministry but for you know the normal preaching side of ministry as well i preach at my church on sundays you know not every sunday but there's such a big support group behind Mm. me that make Mm. my sermons possible that you don't really see because who's it on stage busy giving the message Mm. me Mm. but behind me is you know the lady who's helped me pick the music the lady who's playing the music um my minister who helps me Mm. work through issues my sister who sits and talks through things with me our it dude who sits there people who help with any powerpoint issues like there's always more than that one person yes, that you see. So true. And I feel like the truth that's the same in our own lives, you know? Mm. Mm. So we are in the Bible quiz section of the show, you guys. We have a little bit of a different question for you guys. It's one that came to me when I was reading the Bible. I don't don't ask me why I was thinking about this. (laughs) But basically, we are asking you guys, what is the shortest book in the Bible? Mm. I would like to know how Zoe's brain works. (laughs) How are you like you're sitting there like doing my daily worship? I wonder. Mostly I listen to the Bible, Mm. actually. I don't necessarily read it. So I was kind of, I think I'd finished a book. And then I was like, wow, I didn't realize it had ended so quickly. Then I was like, hmm, I wonder which book would end just like that. 
you know, <laughs> because most, not a lot of the books in the Bible are very long. They're, I don't know, maybe averaging about. Not all of them are the Psalms. Oh my Oof. goodness. Psalms just Psalms. keeps going. The book that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. If you guys have any idea what it is and you at least know it's not Psalms, please WhatsApp us the answer to 081-729-1657. You might have to go out there and count the verses, but it'll be worth it. We'd love to hear from you guys. Alternatively, you can SMS us at 37988. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. So we just played a fantastic song for you guys to give you guys some time to go and count out the words or even the verses in any particular Bible book. Because we asked you guys, as a part of our Bible quiz, which book in the Bible is the shortest? Now, I'm just going to give you guys the answer just like that. Now, the shortest book in the Bible actually comes from the New Testament. We have two answers that will depend on how you decide to classify it. The first answer is John 2, which I personally would like to consider the shortest book in the Bible because it has the least amount of verses. It only has 13 verses. Mm. It's a book, one book, one chapter, 13 verses. In my books, that should be the shortest one. The next one is John 3. It has a little bit more verses. I think I think it has 15. But the reason why scholars tend to consider this one the shortest book in the Bible is because they say it has roughly around 200 words, which is a little more than John 2. But then we were discussing this, and depending on the translation you get for your Bible, mm-hmm. you can have more than 200 words. Yeah, um, the example we gave was the verse, uh, and Jesus wept. Uh, in some versions, it's translated, and Jesus began to weep. To weep. I always say that wrong. <laughs> um, so depending on how you choose to translate it or how the translators translated mm. it, what texts you're working from, what language, language you're translating to. So, I mean, this, this question could be different or the answer could be different for you. Go, go check it out. Go look at your Bible. Go decide for yourself. Read some biblical articles. Read all the books and then you Mm. tell us which one is the shortest. (laughs) So let's just head on into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy. It's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Chocolates really are the true source of happiness. Mm-hmm. I will always say that in the beginning of the happy health tip. So this week we're going to focus on five tips for staying healthy at home. Number one, focus on whole foods. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, beans, nuts, all are healthy choices. A healthy diet is an immune system booster. Ooh, booster. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You see, you see, we're close to the end of the show, man. Mm. Learn to recognize when you're eating in response to stress, despite it not actually being hungry. Number two, think before you drink or eat. Pause for 15 minutes to think about what you're re- what you are really craving, and whether you are using food as a comfort. Or whether you are actually hungry or thirsty. <laughs> or and whether you're just like bored. I was going to mm. say, I need to actually take a look mm. at this. Because if I feel like I have nothing to do, I'm making me something. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, snack wisely. Keep your refrigerator and pantry or cupboards stocked with wholesome, nutritious foods. Yeah. Instead of processed snacks that are high in sugar, sodium and fat. Mm-hmm. Number four. 
Don't starve yourself. Mm. If you let yourself get hungry, you tend to make poor choices. <gasps> yes. Oh, like so going true. food shopping when you're hungry is the mm. worst thing ever. <laughs> I never spend as much money as when I'm hungry mm. in grocery shopping. Mm. Mm. It's and, true. And You'll throw in all the things you think you need. Mm. And just going, oh, this, this, this would taste so good right now. <laughs> yeah. It really also ties into your second tip about having to pause for 15 minutes to mm. think yes. about yes. why you're eating. Number five and the final one. Find a fitness routine that works for you. Walking, jogging, swimming, biking and surfing can all be done while respecting social distancing protocols. So don't use social distancing as an excuse. Okay? (laughs) There are things that can be done while maintaining social distancing. So true. And especially since we're here down in Cape Town, we have mm. hiking trails. We are blessed to have a mountain you can hike through. Mm. We have an ocean you can go surfing in. Yes. Like, we have so many promenades. There's one, I was going to say, yeah. the promenade even hires bikes out for you, yeah. to, for you to bike for I've like done a that. It's so cool. And it's quite affordable, actually. Mm. So, <laughs> unless you're really creative... There's kind of no reason. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you want to just stay at home, there are how many yeah. exercise videos exactly. on YouTube? Exactly. So true. Guys, I don't think I have the discipline for that. You know how many times <laughs> I have tried. <laughs> I would tell myself, okay, six till seven, I am going to work yes. out. Six till seven, I'm going to do this. I will put on that YouTube video. And the minute I start breathing mm-hmm. heavily, I'm done. <laughs> I'm <It's> done. Over. <laughs> Oh. And then they still have the audacity to say, and that was the warm-up. Now we're going to go. That's the warm-up. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness. No. But you got to start somewhere, man. So gotta true. got to start somewhere. It's actually, it might be a little bit dangerous to just jump head first into <laughs> some hectic workout. You do more damage than good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, let's just listen to the song, and then we'll be right on back to say goodbye to you guys. And just like that, we've come to the end of another beautiful show with you beauties. <gasps> an end of another Monday. Yeah, an end of the month. It's actually an end of an era. So true. A very short era. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> We're going to tell you why. <laughs> you so, sound so excited. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm hiding the emotions. Didn't yeah. you hear me in the beginning? I was like, and just like that. <laughs> we've come to the end. <laughs> So, guys, tonight is Amarain's last night with her beautiful voice on air with us. Yeah. Now, I have to say goodbye to everyone. I am moving to Graf Renate to start my ministry there. Mm. I have a year of practical work. And, unfortunately, Graf Renate is a good, like, what, seven hours away from here? Oh, so no you idea. can just make a quick trip <laughs> you know, every so Monday. Just, just around the corner, you know, five minutes away. Oh, <laughs> goodness. We are going to miss you so much, Amarain. Thank right? you so much for... You know, for joining in with us and kind of mm-hmm. just falling in so nicely with us. Mm. Yeah. There's it, really going to be a spot that, yeah. Mm. It's can't. <laughs> <laughs> it really has been lovely having mm. you on this past year. Like, it's been so, the, it's been really fun. I don't know how to not say this without, I don't know. I'm going to miss you. I want to say thank you to you both. You know, it's it's really been a good, well, it's almost been a year. Mm. It's It's been a lot of fun and I'm really going to miss being on the show and I'm going to miss all the listeners. Yeah. And I guess this, for the last time, at least for me, this has been 180 Degrees. Signing, Signing out. out.